Hello and welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week we get to talk about full gear and how will any of us drink blood? We also get to preview Survivor Series War Games. War Games. Where there will be no blood. No, not at all. No blood. No, no, no. None at all. Uh, I'm your host, Joseph Lussel. I'm alongside here with the model, the human wrestling database, Corey Mack. I, uh, yeah, I feel totally disconnected from wrestling these days in terms of actually getting to enjoy it as it happens. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, I miss it. And the marquee of No Cell, Mike Booble. Yerp. Yerp. <laughs> so, uh, I, I want to bring something up because it leads into. We're going to be talking about full gear, but I want to see if Corey knows more about this. Um, that the I saw a report about how um, one um, MJF might have quietly resigned. Oh, I told you that a year ago. Boom, Rosa. But now it's coming around. So, yeah. So it's I'm, ha- I'm yeah. kind of sad about it because I meant what I said last week. Yeah. God damn it. Go to the other company and run it so I, I can enjoy the one I still have. But we'll get back to that later because he yeah, didn't we'll help get into that later. With me. He didn't help his cause with me for uh, Saturday night. Uh, neither, no, and no one else in the room agree, you know, was with him either. That was. Uh, we'll get to that later because Jesus Christ. Ugh. So what? What? What's before we get into about match uh, breakdown of the matches? What's everybody's thoughts of Full Gear? Well, I'll go what thought it was, was the last one to see it. Okay. I thought it was uh, a middle-of-the-road show. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Uh, some good moments. Uh, nothing was egregiously bad, um, which is all you can really hope for, I guess, when you have a whatever it is, 14-match card or whatever. Um, Actually, this had less than normal. I, could, I don't have the final time. It had 11. Uh, it 11. Had 11. So, I mean, so, I mean, it's, I mean, that's, I mean, that's including as as, zero hour, too. Yeah, that's as long as the three show. Yeah. As long as nothing is, you know, go to the bathroom for an hour and a half, which there wasn't that on the show. Um, I thought it was better than their last pay-per-view offering, so that's progress, at least. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, it's not one of their best ones, but, like, it was still enjoyable. Um, I can tell you that the producer was like, it was okay. Like there was like nothing to remember that much besides one match. Um, but all in all, it was okay. There was, as the, what the producer said, there wasn't much of a, like, let's go after, you know, that feeling after the, ma- after the card. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that later. That's back down to the one guy I've already mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what do you think for, before we get into the match specifics? Um, it sounds like I liked it a little better than you guys, but not a whole lot more than you guys. I thought it was a good show. Uh, it wasn't a great show. It wasn't one of their all timers, but it was a it was a good show. It had a couple of uh, what I feel are excellent matches. Totally different. And couldn't be for more different 
reasons too. We'll get into it when we get to them. But uh, it was all right. All righty. Well, let's get into the show. We were live from the Kia Forum in Los Angeles. Well, technically Englewood, California. Uh, I think they said attendance was around 12,000-ish. Yeah, they had, as of uh, Saturday morning, over 11,500, I think, out. Uh, according to the attendance, it's 12,904, so yeah. almost 13. The building looked good. Um, that's good. You know, they didn't, they didn't have to just turn all the lights off in the arena, so that was good. Well, that's, that's only for their weekly TV shows. The pay-per-view <laughs> still draw. Uh, it's not great, but <laughs> I, <Yeah>. I get it. <laughs> More on that later when we talk about debuts on non-attended weekly television. Uh, let's go to the dark show. So full disclosure, uh, I think me and Joe both missed the first. I don't know if Joe saw, but I missed the first two dark show matches. Um, I did as well. Okay. We went and picked up food. So I actually saw oh. that live because it was on YouTube. I could actually watch that live. <laughs> All right. Uh, so your first match is you have uh, for the Ring of Honor, nope, yes, Ring of Honor World yep. Championship. Eddie Kingston defeating Jeff Jarrett with like fifty five hundred people. Well, Jay Lethal like in, actually. Huh. It's backwards on Wikipedia. Defeated Jay Lethal with four hundred people in his corner. <laughs> Good job, Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Okay, match. I gave it two and three quarters. Good opener to get the crowd going. Um, anytime I get to see Jeff Jarrett around ringside, I'm happy. So how is... I want to ask this. How is Eddie Kingston's popularity on the West Coast? He's pretty damn popular. He got over big there. Yeah. Was he in that PWG stuff? Uh, he might have done a couple shows, but no, not for the most part. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you surprised he retained? Nope. No, but I expected he'd be hold on to it. He's the guy for the moment. Although, more on that later. Ooh. <laughs> more on that later. Yeah, we can ask you about that little promo they ran. I'm a little confused about it. We'll try to get some clarification from uh, the database on that. Yeah. Uh, your 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 next match, if he has clarification, your next match, uh, just a singles match, Claudio Castagnoli defeating Buddy Matthews via submission. This was a pretty damn good match, Joe. I gave it a flat three. Buddy Matthews is so underutilized everywhere he goes. Accurate. And I think it's beginning. Well, to not, get well, better. not everywhere. There's one place he goes that he's utilized quite oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah, he he does quite well there. <laughs> but uh, other than that, and they, again, they uh, kept chanting, we want mommy during the match, <sighs> which is kind I mean, of unfair to him. But, you know, you whatever. know, it's 100% not his fault, which is hilarious. Like, I don't know why they think they're supporting him. They're clearly burying him. I don't think the fans realize yeah. what they're doing. Well, um, shocker there. But, yeah, it's like, it's not his fault. But, like, I, I okay. So I don't agree when fans do this. I get why they're doing it. It just yeah, it sucks yeah. for him, man. I mean, he has maybe the worst name in the history of wrestling to be taken seriously. Um, but just everything around his like world 
does not help him become the star that he should be. <laughs> right. He was overshadowed in WWE by his girlfriend, and now he has a different fiance. And he's in a different company. And by still that. overshadowed by her. Uh, <laughs> damn. But you hate and to see it, right? No. And he's really fucking good, but his name is Buddy Matthews. <laughs> Would right? they be chanting it if he was a babyface? Probably. Oh yeah, because wrestling yeah, fans love to be trolls. And you know, and she is who she is, and that crowd is what that crowd is. So yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. Trolls. Uh, Claudio just you know in a meaningless match on kickoff show it's like nothing ever changed Corey. <laughs> ah the good old dude at least this one was Man. competitive and he wasn't taking on goddamn heath slater hey first of all he he's trying to feed his family he put some respect on his name I don't, care a, I don't give a fuck you up kids <laughs> <laughs> uh. and now we have the uh featured preliminary match on the zero hour for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships, <sighs> MJF and Samoa Joe defeat the guns of Austin Gunn and Colton Gunn via submission. Well, my first disappointment of the night. Yep. So I knew it wasn't going to happen, but you know what I was hoping would happen booking-wise? Uh, I was hoping the whole would ring and Joe would just punch MJF straight in the mouth. Give him a muscle buster and have the guns pin him. Because he lived up to his end of it. He teamed up with him. Yeah. Never said he could help him win. Yeah, that didn't happen. I was thinking that Joe wouldn't wouldn't get in the ring. Or he would. But when it was like the last, you know, tag in, he would just jump off the apron. Yeah. But they did a good job at the end of the match getting me uh, back in. Um, because Adam Cole shows up and this will be a running theme of the night, but my first thought is, oh, he's going to screw him. He's going to screw him. Um, and no, not, nothing happened. Spoiler. I was thinking that I was thinking that all night. Uh, we are, here we come here. You know, maybe, or maybe later, you know, here it comes. Well, I don't want to spoil anybody's, uh, day or piss in anybody's teapot. But if MJF did resign, he ain't losing that title anytime soon. So this is going to just continue and continue. Yeah. Oh, they have found their bloodline. Yep. They're on, I believe they're at the top of the first of their storyline. We're on top of the top of the first, you know? Well, I can't wait until they sign their TV deal and maybe he can go back to putting on what AEW used to be. Because I have (laughs) a sneaking suspicion he's doing the WWE shit. Because it's the easiest way to, to improve things and get that TV contract. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, for the most part, he's made a not a PG show, but it's, he's toned down a lot of what he's, set AEW apart. He's so. tamed it. He's tamed it. And I think for me, that is why it's kind of hard to watch the TV oh, shows weekly. It's for the worst. Uh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Although I'm not as jaded as everybody else is, I can still watch their weekly shows fine and, and timed enough that I like about it. I don't have a problem with them like I do WWE ones. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's definitely changed, and it's not for the better. Um, when someone, I, when, I I'll say this, I'm sorry, when someone puts on highlights from, like, year you know one or year two of AEW, that feels, like, distant. 
It does. It feels like the, the promised land. We need to get back to it. God damn it. <laughs> uh, I don't know why the fuck he still has these goddamn tag titles. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Uh, it, three. Uh, the match was okay, I thought. Uh, it was, yeah, it was fine. It was a good match. But, uh, you know, just... I thought the guns... Give them the titles. They get, you know, like they were, no, and you know the it guns weren't sense. ready for the main belts. They're ready for these. These are a perfect level for them. And the the storyline fits. Where Cole's injured and he did his best, but he loses the titles. Could still fit into the storyline fine. And <sighs> and 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 you have the issue with the storyline too for MJF being the um the champion. Is you know you have everybody going after them right now. You know you have Joe going after Warlow. Oh, he's only anybody. got himself in six different feuds. Right. And I think like this would make sense to push one of them with, you know, Joe screwing him over. And the, you know, the ROH tag titles are only being defended via pay-per-view for them. They're right. not on their TV show. Yeah. It's Shockingly, MJF doesn't work the ROH TV shows. <laughs> yeah. You don't say. <laughs> so right. it's like, you know, why, you know, none of the titles besides you know, Eddie's is being defended on ROH title. So why are we uh, not, you know, having the titles on the guns uh, TV? So on the guns. Yeah. So it's stupid. Um, <laughs> someone said this the other day that I was listening to and I can't unsee it now that they said it. MJF cutting the babyface promos is so unbelievable, but it reminds them of Hulk Hogan in 95 WCW when the crowd just didn't buy his shtick and it wasn't working and people were just tired of it. And I'm like, you know what? That is what it's like. I get what they're saying. I guess at least for now, the difference is the crowd is into it. Um, but it's, it's as yeah. campy and hokey, and it's not good. Like, it's not uh, good in the way that Hogan's wasn't good, but... I can see them turning eventually. I don't know how long it'll take, but... Oh, yeah, no, this is not what they want MJF to be. This is not what yeah. MJF needs to be. But it's the same... But I kind of... It's that thing where, Corey, where, where, about Hogan. It's kind of that way of, like, every every pay-per-view, every promo he does is just like, come on. Come on. I, 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 it's that it's to the point where you know, we've been, I've been saying it for like this since he's gone babyface of the fact that it's still that weekly thing of like, is he, is, isn't he turning anytime soon? Because oh, like, that's, that's what complete, he really is. But that's, that's completely, completely died to me. Now it's just like, that, is Adam Cole ever going to turn on? Yeah. Now that's my main focus too. Now it's like, all right, when is he going to get turned on? Then he's going to have the, Baby face cry promo of like you were my friend and then you betrayed me and then dude he's already crying weekly on TV yeah cry to the we're press at the end of the show <laughs> yeah yeah so it's it's just hard it's it's I see what they're trying to do but for what his personality is or what his persona has been for since day one it's kind of hard to be like well do you feel bad for him you know. I never thought I'd say this, but less, less 80s Hulk Hogan, more Attitude Era, please, when it comes to MJF. Oh, Corey's been converted. No, just when it comes <laughs> to him, he needs more of that edge. This, 
this cookie cutter crap just ain't cutting it. Oh, and then after the match, because uh, it sets up the rest of the disappointing night, he uh, gets attacked by the the guns and Jay White, right? No, just the guns. Just the guns. And they uh, pilmanize his leg. And they get stretchered off. When he's on the stretcher and he's about to be put in the ambulance, he's like, Adam, please don't let them take my championship. I was like, uh, for real? For fucking real? This is the champ? Please mm-hmm. don't let them take my title? Mm-hmm. Boobo, Boobo, tell Corey what you were saying the entire night. Like, please make this be. What? What were you saying the whole night about seeing um, MJF go into the ambulance? Like, if this was the fi- oh, if this was the final time we would see MJF on. Oh AEW yeah, television. I was like, so in my head, Corey, I was like, imagine. So we'll just talk about the announcement real quick. So at some point, like after the first match and the main pay per view, they say that, um, or Jay White, Jay White comes out and says he should win by default. Adam Cole comes out and says he's going to take MJF's place in the match. So, I mean, they do a bait and switch. They sold a pay-per-view for MJF, and Adam Cole got the match. But anyways, um, so the match becomes Adam Cole versus Jay White. But I was saying, can you imagine if, like, before the show, MJF straight up told Tony Khan, I'm not resigning, and that is the last image we saw of MJF on AEW. That'd be awesome. Oh, my God, dude. Could you imagine going out in a worse way to a new promotion than crying in an ambulance? That's why I'd love it. <laughs> Not like, my yeah. title. Keep the, my title away from them. Oh, my God. Oh, he was terrible. Uh, but so before it we did get... hook me, though. It did hook. It, 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 it did hook everybody in the room. Yeah. Uh, don't say everybody's. It did the opposite for me. I was it like, did they really the just room? bait and switch the main event of a pay-per-view? This is straight up WCW. No, no, because see, I didn't think they bait and switched yet at the end of the pre-show. I was just like, "Wow, they, what's going to happen now?" Now after the promo on the pay-per-view, sure. <laughs> after the one after the so, first match, that, that's what I was more like. That's what I was talking about. Like after that promo, I was like, "God, yeah. really? Jesus fucking Christ!" Although I didn't buy it for a minute, I knew he'd show back up. Oh, I called it. Like I said it within the first within. 30 seconds of the return, I was like, this is how he's returning, because um, uh, Hangman Page did this, like, a year ago. But better. I don't know if this company's old enough to start recycling storylines. It's not. Like you, should at least, you should at least get 10 years in before you start doing that. Yeah, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> All right, well, let's open the show proper. Um... First match for just a six-man tag team match. We have Sting, Darby Allen, and Adam Copeland with the old uh, sexual assault himself uh, defeating the Patriarchy, which is a great name, by the way. Holy fuck. Of uh, Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne. And not only is it a great name, perfect group. Oh, like it's, Luchasaurus it's so as the as the muscle. Nick Wayne is the spoiled, bratty little bitch that's under his control. And Christian is the domineering, like, megalomaniac who's, who's 
conducting all of this shit like his own personal puppet theater. The, the, so the, the children being the entrance music beginning for oh, that was Christian. Awesome. Uh, Christian is basically cosplaying Mr. Burns. Yep. <laughs> yep. And he's doing a great job. And Luchasaurus <laughs> is Smithers. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard, but it's awesome. <laughs> um, I do have some in this match. Uh, by the way, I do have some uh, Nigel quotes. Oh, some Nigel lines. One. I love Nigel lines. Uh, when Flair comes out, he goes. He uh, Nigel says, "Flair, he comes back more like herpes, more than herpes." <laughs> uh, Each time, more unwanted. Yep. Jeez. And then they show Steve-O in the crowd, and he goes, "Uh." Adam Copeland's the biggest jackass of the night. <laughs> but yeah, he was on one to begin the show. So you missed the one during the uh, during the entrance with the kids singing right before he did the joke about Christian uh, donating money to orphanages and all that. He opined how many of the children on the stage were actually Christians. <laughs> oh my god! God damn it! Oh, <laughs> uh, he was great. Uh, I mean, I don't. Okay, I'm not gonna say I don't want it, because I would like to see it. But that crowd is really into the idea of Copeland versus Christian. <laughs> it means a lot to fans of a certain age. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're right about there in that age group, really. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, boy, if, I, well, if if Christian wasn't doing the heavy lifting, though, holy shit, so far. <laughs> I, I said it I said it last week of you know the end game for this is gonna be you know Copeland and Cage and it's the a thing of people wanting to see this match outside a WWE format. You know, how what were they how what can they really do? I know they're older, but like what can they do that's not a you know move for move set written down by WWE? What I'm looking at like what I'm looking forward to is can Copeland adapt Go. like Christian obviously could. Because yeah, I mean he here. went to TNA and, and shined. He's been here and he's been killing it. Like he's got no problem going to a different company and doing his own thing. Um, but can Copeland? I'm pretty sure he could have early on, but after twenty five years in the system. Yeah. That's that's, that's a, gonna be tough to break. That's a lot to get out. Yeah. Like I'll grant it, he hasn't done much yet, but he's looked good. Like it's, I didn't watch him work at any point and think, "Oh God, we're fucked." Uh, he looks fine, and I, it looks I, like he wants to be there. Yeah, I did enjoy the Copeland and Cage not touching again, and when you when at that I, moment we're like, when you oh here it comes, he just runs, Cage just runs, you know, like. This was touch. my this was my match of the night for most of the night. Oh, um, wow. Oh, interesting. I, no, I fucking love this match. Uh, may not be reflected in star ratings, but that's not what it's all about. This match was fucking tremendous. And, and I know we, we always, like, we always verbally blow him on this podcast, but 95% of the reason was Christian Cage. He was yes. fantastic tonight. From the running at the mere sight of Copeland anytime he got in to the the physical altercation with Ric Flair was hilarious. Lo, the low blow Flair, yeah. Yep. The low blow on and he really stuck it too. He was where he was re Jimmy'd it. Uh, he did it he, he did it for everyone. 
right? He was hilarious. The uh, the coddling of Nick Wayne at the right moment, the hiding behind Luchasaurus, the whole time Nigel like verbally filleting him. It was tremendous. Um, can I? And, uh, yeah. Can I nitpick Nick Wayne for just a second? Sure. I think he's perfect in the group. His role is perfect in the group. He should get rid of that white choker. And he's the, yeah. it's such an it's such an icon. I know it's like what it means a lot to him, which is why he shouldn't wear it. But on the first side, could it be an ultimate, like a little bit of a douche thing for the hill version of him? Uh, that he should change the color. Excellent. Go with the outfit he's wearing, not just. A... He does have improved new gear. I noticed that. Yes, he has. I mean, when you start getting bigger checks, it's how it helps to get new gear. <laughs> yes, that helps. <laughs> it it helps quite a bit. Looks better. Uh, Luchas- remember, like Swerve uh, didn't have the greatest gear until he got to AEW. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Lucha uh choke slamming Darby on the apron onto the apron oh, from the inside the ring. That was sick. Oh, and then so Darby like does that fucking Darby nonsense that he does and apparently then he's going to Mount Everest to climb it yep yep, yep. that's his whole plan that's his plan that's so to get ready for Mount Everest he took a choke slam on an apron yeah you know how those jackasses Jeez. are Jesus Christ <laughs> uh you know and again I think this was another perfect Sting match he being... you know what he they've booked Sting perfectly during this run because he's 60 something he can't do everything but he can do bursts and with a lot of smoke and mirrors, like his matches are. There's nothing wrong with that. Because, again, uh, people who call me, like, uh, you know, a hypocrite in WWE, these guys are in the world title match. In has, AEW, they're, uh, they're in six-man tags down the card. You know what I mean? It's like, has Sting done a title match since he's been in WWE? I mean, in AEW. Hell no. Yeah. He's just been in tag team matches, triple threat matches. Uh, He's been hidden. Chaos. He's been hidden perfectly, which is all you need to do. And that team looked good. Uh, I thought it was a good sign that they've done such a good job with Darby Allen that with a Hall of Famer and another arguable Hall of Famer on his team, he he didn't look out of place. He looked like he perfectly belonged there. I like like Edge and face paint, weirdly enough. Or, sorry, Adam Copeland. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, watch it. Um, that was good. I, you know, I'm not even gonna give the other guy his credit. As Christian's right hand of destruction, Luchasaurus is perfectly good in this role. Fits it perfectly. Oh, and then they finally did the uh, Luchasaurus is about fucking had it too. So yeah, yeah, which has been uh, coming for it, a while. Uh, Christian hit him with something, right? The belt. Uh, the belt, right? And then so it cost him the match, and Luchasaurus uh, chased his ass through the crowd, <laughs> tried to. Yeah. yeah, I think this is this was well done. I mean, uh, the match itself, I gave it three and a half. It was a perfectly fine match. but for, It was fine for all the reasons they did. Like the Christian running, the the baby mm-hmm. faces looking dominant. It was, it was a well, it was perfectly executed for what they needed to do. Yeah, like, it's one of those where, like, bell to bell, sure, it's not an all-time classic, but it's entertaining as fuck. Yep. And, uh, well, yeah, it was my match of the night for a long part of the night. So I just went uh, through, I was, like, scrolling ahead real quick. 
I'm probably there with you, to be honest. Yeah. Yep. I was looking at the rest of the matches. I think I'm there with you, looking back now. One crazy thing is, uh, so after the match, they did Sting, like, hugged his son. How yep. how drastic did that his son look like? Steve, Steve Borden, Sting. He did. He like looked a he, lot like his dad. It was kind of If freaky. he grew his hair out, if he grew his hair out. We're going to have another you know. 30 years of Sting. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with no. It's funny because I'm watching an old show right now where Kurt Angle just beat the shit out of that kid to set up the Sting Angle match. (laughs) Oh, Kurt. Kurt and Sting. Were those good matches? I never saw them. Um, They were okay. They were as good as you can expect a 2007 Sting versus Kurt Angle match to be. Kurt Angle still was... uh, I've been watching the entire 2007 year of TNA pay-per-view. Nice. And I've got a bit of a hot take. First of all, the shows are not as bad as you think they are. They're, they're, some of them are fucking great. It, Second of all, Kurt Angle still had his fastball when he went first went to TNA. Yeah. Um, Sting? Yeah, he was 2007 Sting. You know, Sting of 2007 was not completely old and decrepit, but let's just say under the Dixie Carter contracts, he may not have always worked the hardest. <laughs> But he always showed up and gave it. You know what I mean? Like he with Kurt, he, he was trying because how do you not? Well, I mean, you either do or Kurt's just gonna make you. So. <laughs> but when he's wrestling Tomko, you know, maybe he's not trying so hard. I mean, you know, shout out to B squared. <laughs> <laughs> Who's better as a as a as a lackey, Tyson Tomko or Luchasaurus? That's the real question. I mean, both Christians, lackeys. That's a that's a great question. Um, you know, yeah, I'm a uh, they I'm utilize Soros better. I'll put it that way. Fair. As a as a lackey, yes. All right, and uh, so your next match. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, before we get to the next, next match, this is where they cut the promo with Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay White and all that. We should talk about that. Uh it it immediately took me out of any ex- or not expectation um excitement i had for the main event i was trying to not look at it as technically as a person who knows i was trying to look at it as just a fan and as a fan i was like yeah give it to jy right now fuck yeah yep yeah just give it to him just fucking yep he's yeah gone. I guess, like, in that moment, I was like, I'd prefer that over a literal one-legged Adam Cole. Like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> and so, in my, like, I think I said this in the room, I was like, imagine if you're in the crowd and you paid to see MJF and Jay White and you get bait and switch. I know what happens later, but you don't know that's going to happen three hours from now. You're like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, I'd be pissed. Yeah, I, I wouldn't yeah, I be would, happy. Yeah, yeah I, like, I, really? I, I, I I wasn't a fan of the idea of like a, the maybe a bait and switch type thing of like just give him the title like just do it you know a one legged I mean, thing. I know what they were going for. It's a mixture of two WCW angles. Um, Mike, you'll be instantly familiar with the first one. Mm-hmm. Sting gets injured on Clash of the Champions in '91, taken to the hospital. Later on, he's got the U.S. title match with Rick Rude. Polly yep. dangerously is like, if you don't get back to there and wrestle, we automatically win the title. And he comes back in the fucking ambulance and has the match. But they booked it right where he was hobbled and Rick Rude beat him fairly easily. Yeah. Yeah. 
and also the other one is three years later they did it with Hogan where the man in the black mask attacks him for a flare title match and he goes to the hospital and he'll have to forfeit the title if he doesn't come back and he comes back and miraculously Flare still can't be a one-legged Hulk Hogan wasn't that um, Brutus too wasn't that who the, the, yep, the guy in the mask yep. was yeah who yep. Christ who? almighty who yeah. um See, I was just so like, it was, it was a mixture of those two, and I was like, man, I hope that if the ending is done right, I don't hate it. But I'm knowing who's in control of the main event <laughs> storylines lately, I did not have faith. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, yeah, I think I said I saw. I don't know if somebody in the room said it or if I saw it online, but listen, this. this Company has had 55 million interim champions, and all of a sudden they're just gonna strip a champion. Like, why wouldn't it be for an interim title? Well, I'd like to think they learned their lesson with the interim titles, as it led to nothing but fucking headaches. <laughs> <laughs> that was online. That was online, Google. None of us said that in the room. In the room. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. Like, I get it. Like, the interim titles suck, but like, if that's if that's what you established as your protocol, like, I don't know. Especially for your world title, like you're just gonna strip that out of pay per view. Yeah, Ooh. I was definitely like, okay, this is an interesting turn. Uh, <laughs> but having said that, I thought Jay White was tremendous in this segment. He sold it. Just give me the belt, um, Tony. Do, do you think belt. they also the, another idea why they did the Adam Cole part is because of the fact that some people have been thinking the whole time that you know that his injury was fake like maybe uh, no, put I think that in have, mind i think they did all this to feed into the fact that they wanted you to think he was gonna fuck him jf over at the end of the night that I was I, I, this entire thing was built over that fact and that's why uh we'll get to it, we'll get to it. yeah we'll right. get to it <clears throat> next match uh for the aw international championship orange cassidy defeating john moxley via pinfall joe they did what we said they should do Yes, they did. I, I have a, some slight issues with the way Moxley went about it, but hey, you know. I, I, I mean, which uh, so what was the biggest part? Was it that he no sold everything for twenty five minutes? Is that the part you had a problem yeah. with? I was gonna say he obviously went to the Triple H school of no selling everything. <laughs> if I'm putting you over, well, the match uh, only went twelve minutes, by the way. Not tw- and somehow he <laughs> no sold for twenty five of it. Was strange as hell. Yeah. I mean, this is like. I talk about no selling everything. He just popped right up. Like, you know, he ate fifteen of his finishers. <laughs> and like he's now doing the thing where he's not even like it's not even he's just no selling, which is he's doing now, like almost like almost the super scene levels. But now he's moxing up. <laughs> yeah. Like fuck, dude. And it doesn't like, work mox, with him. When I think of Mox, Jericho's up, already doing Hulk Hogan. You can't also do Hulk Hogan. <laughs> When I think of moxing up, instead of hulking up, I imagine him cracking open a beer and lighting a cig. Like, that's, it's just not working. And somehow bleeding. But, I mean, so he put him over without really putting him over. But the guy won, so I guess that's Yeah, I mean, you know, as as somebody who doesn't care about this belt or these two idiots, uh, I'm glad Moxley didn't win. I'm glad Cassidy won, I guess. But... Because I've been on exactly. record that Moxley shouldn't be on this level, but it didn't help Orange Cassidy. <laughs> As I say, he didn't end up looking strong at the end of the night. He 
Like, he damn near had to bring an anvil out to the ring and crush Moxley with it just to slip by with a three count. <laughs> like, one, two, up, three. I swear, after two and a half, Moxley was already up and out of the ring walking to the back. Uh, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck? All right, well, Moxley obviously didn't want a job tonight. Uh, it, 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 let me ask you guys this, because in my mind, it yeah. does a, a smidge. Does this match doesn't taint the last one they did? Because it was so the much last better. One was and it was so good. And it, it main so evented. Good. Yeah. And this match is just like it's there. You know, like it's not gonna taint the other one. It might like like a smidge, <laughs> but it's like this match alone is just like okay, well, Moxie may win is should win this match. He doesn't, which we said he shouldn't have last week. But again, it's just like there was no heart in this match compared to the last one that they made well, evented the pay-per-view. Well, I'll put it to you this way. Um what was the main difference in these two matches? Yeah, Moxley uh, won the first one. Yeah, Moxley won the first one. <laughs> so he, he yeah. was all in, and he was giving, and he was having a good match. Uh, this one, he didn't win, so he no-sold everything, didn't worry about nothing. Um, and that's why it was so different. The other guy worked just as hard, but holy shit. Uh, that's what that's what happens when one guy doesn't want to do something, but he has to anyway, and he takes it. He's a, kind of a jerk about it. That's what you get. Do you think yeah. – Do you think that mm-hmm. – Go ahead. I can hold mine. I can hold mine. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just like, it's if you're gonna be, if you're gonna present yourself the way Moxley does as the heart and soul and the face of that company, and for the most part he has been, uh, that's the shit you can't do. Like, yeah. if you're losing, you have to put in the effort and make the other guy look better. Because if you make your opponent look like shit, all that does is hurt your company. Dip fuck. Right. You never saw Sting um, and Ric Flair do this shit in WCW. They lost nope. all the fucking time, and clearly Sting, especially, lost all the fucking time, and he worked right. his ass off to make that match matter. Yep, you're dead right. Everything you you're think, saying is dead on. Do you think they make this a trilogy? Do you think they do the best no. of, or do you think they move? Nope. They move away for now. They I hope they move, if they're smart, they move the fuck away. Because unless Moxie's winning the next match, it ain't gonna be no different. I like what they were uh, doing with Orange before. Make this the Workman's Championship. Have weekly title defenses with the guys that don't get shine anywhere else. It reminded me of the old WCW TV title. Yeah. yeah. That's what I like, man. Just have, do it that way. Uh, is this where they announced that weird tournament thing? Oh, the G1? The <laughs> Classic? <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that one. I, it's a G one. So, so it's a G one. But we were a little confused. Like, do they get a belt or a title shot? So are they making another fucking belt? Like, what is happening? It's not okay. So, from what I understand, from what it looks like, they're not. I mean, they may be creating a belt, but the whole point is to mix it with the Ring of Honor and New Japan Strong belts. To make a triple crown belt like El Japan had for years, um, so it's 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 not like a new belt, although it is <laughs> because it's just being added to one you already have in the Ring of Honor World Title. 
Um, it was co- it was confusing, but it because looks like they, they they're they're trying to, to it, do a triple crown. Cause, yeah, because that's what it's, that's what Cole uh, Cons kept saying is like it's going to be a triple crown. So it's like is it's going to be another belt. And yeah, well, it's and it's one they already have. It's just going to be different titled. Okay. Because Eddie um, Kingston's in the tournament and he's putting his two belts on the line every match he's in. Which I like because that's the way it should be. If you're in a match as a champion, for the most part, your belt should be on the line. Yep. And then so that means whoever may pin him will get those belts, but at the end they'll also get the the Continental Classic belt. So basically it'll be a triple crown with three belts in one. So let me ask you this. Does this... It, it, in most WWE forms, when someone goes, hey, I'm putting my belt on the line, you just go, oh, he's winning it all. Does this mean Eddie's winning it all? Or does this no. just mean... I, 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 I don't... No, I think Danielson's winning it all. Okay. I think this it's is just, a Danielson you know, win all the way through. It's just, you know, that the, the WWE trope that we've had for the past 20 years of, I'm putting my title on the line... Oh, that means well, you're people, winning it all. And they always, been, you know. It's been five years with another number two company. I wish people would quit going WWE trope. It, there's been a company around long enough. People should know that WWE isn't the only way to do things now. Uh, I'm so tired of hearing that. Where does Cassidy go next? What do they do with uh, him? Just defend that belt against the best workers you can. Have the matches. He had a great year this year. Just do that for a while longer. Because the longer you have him do that with that belt, it just cements him as a top player more and more and more and more. Kind of like the TV title did for Tully Blanchard and Arne Anderson. And I would say Mike Rotunda, but those are just boring-ass matches. Uh, and uh, Steve Austin <laughs> and William Regal. Yeah. Oh, VK Wall Street himself. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, let's see. The next match for the AEW Women's World Championship: Timeless Tony Storm defeating Hikaru Shida via pinfall. Poor Shida. Every time they fall on their face, they give her the title and then get it off her as fast <laughs> as they fucking can. That's what the producer said. <laughs> now like poor Sheeta, it's now on the right person which it, it should have never left to be fair but I, oh. yeah Sheeta got fucked twice she was somehow a transitional champion for the same champion <laughs> how does that work god damn it it was I, I, uh i felt bad because not felt bad but it's just like uh Storm one, and I was like, "Oh, she retained," and then they're like, "New." No. I'm like, "Ah, oh, fuck." <laughs> she wasn't champion going in. <laughs> nope, she's been busy doing uh, fake 1940s. I don't know. But yeah, she does. She does just the you know. Hey, it'd be a good idea if you just you know have this title for two weeks, and then we'll call it good. Fucking Tony needs to get better with the hiding interference shit. She stuck that goddamn thing down her pants and it was hanging all the way out of it. Referee had to pretend not to see this big metal thing sticking out of her fucking ass. Yeah, 
So, yeah, when she made the count, Aubrey was staring at her because Tony pinned her the other way. And I was like, Aubrey, <laughs> you're staring at the metal plate. <laughs> well, in all, in all fairness to Aubrey, it'd be kind of hard not to. The, the entire thing was sticking out of her pants. <laughs> My God. It's like an old, the old WCW 2000 run-ins of, like, someone would run in and the ref would just blatantly see it and be like, didn't see anything, sorry. At, at some point, you have to be like, you know, this isn't on the ref. Come on, you can at least try a little harder to fucking hide this shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't, what'd you give the, oh, what'd you give the last two matches? We didn't give you the rating for the casting. Oh, so I gave uh, the international title three and a quarter, and this was two and three quarters. It was looking a little better until that fucking ending. I had to take shit mm. off. I'm like, what the hell? Goddamn. Yeah, I didn't catch it first. I was like, what What happened? I didn't get it at first. Ah, she went to do the old Rikishi stink face butt <laughs> thing in the corner with a piece of metal sticking out of her crack. And, uh, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> I was like, I gotta be honest. It was more effective when Brett did it against Goldberg. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A little, little better done, too. <laughs> but Brett's always right. So, I mean, it checks out, actually. That is um, so, Jamie coming back soon? Hopefully. And if I'm fucking Hikaru Shida, and they're like, so, we're going to put you in a number one contenders match. I'm like, don't bother. Just, no. I yeah, quit. No. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to work the Ring of Honor taping later. Goddamn. Uh, yeah, it's rough, man. That's I'm trying. I was trying to think of another comparison to somebody who just got who like technically got wins and got pushed, but not really. You want to like, know the honest? You want to know the facto non champions? <laughs> it'll it'll depress you, but the honest comparison is Bret Hart. Every time Bret they gave Bret the titles because some dude that Vince had a thing for didn't pan out as champion. So they had to give it to Brett to course correct until his he until Vince got his new obsession, and then that belt went off of Brett to whoever the hell it was. Well, let's let's keep Ronda Rousey (laughs) away from Carl. She's just gonna kick her head into the fourth row. That's true. (laughs) Old uh, Rouseyberg, keep her away from fucking old Rouseberg. Yeah. Oh God. Um. Yeah. Not much to that match. You know. Eh. That's a good way to put uh, it. Eh. Just, eh. Next match uh, for the AW World Tag Team Championships. Uh, a ladder match. Ricky Starks and Big Bill defeated yeah. La Faction and Goldberg Nobles. Uh, FTR and the Kings of the Black Throne, which is a terrible fucking name. My name is it was all right. It was all right. It was, eh, yeah. I... It, once you've seen 85 ladder matches, you've seen them all. Yeah. And nobody in this match can do that kind of stuff. So. Nope. So it was, it was, I mean, it was a good match for its kind, but it wasn't great. I get three and three quarters. There was some stuff done by some guy. I liked whenever Big Bill and Brody King locked eyes. Yep. Yep. I liked that. I'm all about big men slapping meat. <laughs> for me this match was it was okay like it yeah, nothing it okay. too I, too memorable hey at least no one got hurt right because aw's had a a line of bad you know going in uh, i was stoked about this one because there were so many different ways it could go i mean is 
Is Ricky Starks going to fall off the top of the ladder and break his neck because he's got bad luck? <laughs> um, is FTR actually going to do anything off the ladder? Is Brody King going to try to throw people through ladders? Uh, my favorite option was, is Roosh just going to shoot on everybody even when he's not supposed to and decide he's winning? Um, <laughs> because that's a, possi- that's a possibility every time he gets in the ring. He might as well just, he might decide, you know what, fuck it. I'm winning tonight. And he just starts shooting on people. Because we got, I think what we got was like one of the more brutal spots. I think it was Brody King power driving um, Dralistico, I think, yep. on the ladder. Oh, yeah. And then uh, then uh, Cash doing the top rope splash onto Brody King, who was on the ladder, but the ladder didn't break. Like, that's your high spot kind of thing. Yeah, it was okay. The it, team that I wanted to win won, so that's really all I care about. Yeah, the t- like it's weird, like having FTR in a match and be like they definitely shouldn't win, which is very, it's a very strange sentiment. The right team for sure won. I just, it's very strange to be a ladder match, and I don't remember fuck all that happened in this match. Same. Uh, I had a, there was another Nigel line that was fucking awesome. Um, and it's something that Ricky actually said the night before on fucking Collision, but uh, the paper Nigel said it. They're like, one of the other guys is like, and what makes you think that Ricky Starks and Big Bill are going to win? He's like, Big Bill's very tall. <laughs> and they're like, so he's like, he's seven foot tall. And oh, never mind. And he goes, oh, never mind. <laughs> I was like, yes. That's great. That's fantastic. See, that's like how you reference slash troll without going way over the fucking top with it. Right. That's perfectly done. Uh, but going out of this though, like Starks and Big Bill need a need a feud to sink their teeth into the way like um uh, fuck I forgot who just wrestled FTR Gin and Juice the way they they need that kind they need some kind of like feud where they could kind of show what kind of team they're actually going to be. Uh, yeah, you know what? You're right. And I was trying to think of who that team could be. And off the top of my head, I don't really, they've got teams. It's just the finding the uh, right one. My guess it's, it's probably going to be the Kings of the Black chair that's Strong. too high. Yeah, probably. You know what I was thinking? That, if they don't have anything set for them, that wouldn't be a bad place to stick Claudio and Wheeler uh, against them. They would be serviceable, good matches. Uh, you can utilize. I mean, Claudio's good in tag team setting. Wheeler could use more seasoning in that. Be a good team to face these guys off against. You can have Bill and Claudio as the muscle guys. Starks and Wheeler as the workers. Just a thought. So the matches would be good, but I don't know that the star power would elevate Starks and Big Bill the way you need it to. Or like, yeah, I mean, probably not star power. The other team is, you know on the main roster for the most part, and so I think would carry a lot a ton more weight, but a little more weight. Speaking of gin and juice, it sucks. Juice Robinson having back surgery out for at least the rest of the year. He's older, isn't he? Like he's not young, I don't believe. I uh, he's about thirty five, thirty six. Back injuries are rough. They tend to not yeah. go away ever again. Like once you make the decision to have the surgery, 
your your time rapidly decreases how long you can do this well hopefully he can get back and just be a mouthpiece in the corner because that's adds so much to the to the to the gimmick yep uh your next match for the oh, AEW yeah. TBS championship. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh House of Heart, Julia Hart. Yep. Yeah. Defeats, yeah. defeats Sky Blue uh-huh. and, and and Globo Jim's own Chris Statlander. There we go. <laughs> uh look, I'm unabashedly taking a win on this one. Uh yep. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I think we all said give Julie the belt last week. I think we were oh, all yeah, fucking yeah. on board with that. Hell yeah. And uh, they're smart. And we, you know, me, uh, me, me and Corey, you know we've been house of cor- heart for a while. So, you know. Oh, fuck yeah. You know what turned the corners? You know, they, they said that when it was not lost on them when she came back after the honeymoon, that first match back and the crowd fucking popped for her big. And they were like, oh, okay. Let's not blow this one. And she's hey, improved a fucking hell of a lot in the ring, too. If you can get it over in Winston-Salem in that company, you're over in Tony's eyes. <laughs> hey, that crowd <laughs> pops for you. They, you know what? Good for her. Yeah, I mean, good for her. And, you know, I like Statlander, but it wasn't doing anything. Like, it, it wasn't yeah. going anywhere. Yeah, Statlander's fine. Good worker. Good, I mean, good sight. Nothing wrong with her. No. Uh, Sky Blue, is she half dead? Like it, I, she looks. I don't know. I don't know what that look is. was. That was weird, though. She just looks like she has no interest in doing anything. She no, she's like, friends with Ronda Rousey. You got it. Yeah, she might be. Started <laughs> training with Rousey. That could be it. Just holy fuck. I, I just love that. Like, this is this is this epitomizes 2023 in wrestling, Corey. She her her character changed because she took her baseball hat off. That's how you know, know she's right? a heel. <laughs> oh shit! She took the cap off. Oh fuck! Oh shit! She means business. Back Never mind in, that she takes it out before every single match starts. But back, you don't board back in that. my day, they used to turn the hat backwards. Then you know it's on. <laughs> she's not. She's not too good either. Like, uh, she oh, that's not why she's popular, Corey. Oh, then don't trust me. I could, there's a couple reasons she's very popular. Um, <laughs> I remember when when Julia Hart came back and. They had Sky Blue like spit the mist in her face, and she missed, yeah. and just yep. misted Julia's breast. But Julia still had to sell like she'd got a face uh, full of fucking spew. Dear diary, <laughs> jackpot, <laughs> jackpot. <laughs> and I was thinking, uh, you only had one job. You had to spit in her face from point blank range, <laughs> and you missed. She's like me playing Halo. Like, I'm sure that's where I was supposed to shoot, right? I don't know. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, this was an okay match. It was, I gave it, was, it two and three quarters. It was fine. Right person won, so I went a long way in my book. And, like, I'm 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 also okay with it because it's not their main women's title, right? Like, yeah, I don't know that Julia yeah. ever She's needs to win that. Yeah, um, yeah. This is perfect for her. Plus, Statlander can go after that one. Which is they need what I was going to say. She one. should transition her to that. Yeah, they need new blood in that one. He, he, she can't keep going to Tony and Soraya and then inevitably Sheeta whenever they shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to, you know, I shit on old 
Tony Khan because he deserves most of it. Uh, I will say that I, whatever happened to that meeting, that first collision, he sent Thunder Rosa the fuck home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she walked in and he apparently fired her. What the fuck happened? But she hasn't been seen since. <laughs> he was like, boom. Nope. Not, oh, not doing it. It's the best decision he's made all year. <laughs> Just sent her ass the fuck home. <laughs> <clears throat> So, like, I get the feeling our opinions may vary wildly on the next match. Maybe. Uh, so, before we get to that, uh, is this where the announcement happened? I think it is. What announcement? Which one? Oh, yes, the signing. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So, AEW has a um, quote-unquote new person eventually, apparently. <laughs> it's a little weird, but. Corey, you want to break it I've down for the, us? Yeah, I've got the scoop. Uh, basically, Osprey told New Japan he was not re-signing uh, at the end of January. And at that point, they gave him the okay to sign a contract with AEW, just as long as he finished his current contract with them through January, which he's going to do. Which he should have. That's um, a yeah, professional yeah, Which, he, which he was Moxley. always willing to do. In fact, um, <laughs> He was always going to do that, but they decided since he told him point blank he wasn't resigning, they saw no reason to why he just shouldn't sign the contract now and make it official. He already made his decision, mm-hmm. and they were fine with it because this way at least they could still conceivably use him on important dates because they have a yeah. working relationship, uh, which is better than the WWE option. Um, however, I watched night one of the World Tag League today on the New Japan okay. World gimmick. And the announcers kind of got a few subtle digs in on Osprey, so I'm not sure if New Japan's extremely happy he's leaving. Well, <coughs> there's a lot built around him. Yeah. Uh, well, so I get it. He, I get they're like, well, fuck us, but... I, was, I mean, you, it's, how do I put it? It's when there's... Three companies you can conceivably sign with WWE, AEW, and New Japan. Stay where you are. But unfortunately, New Japan's not going to be able to offer you maybe even half of what the other two could offer you financially. No. So, really, but, I mean, they, they have to understand. I mean, they do. And they, they've, I mean, people, people have left before and they've been cool with it, but they've yeah, they got a lot worked uh, into him. Four of them left and started the other company. So. Right? <laughs> Uh, how about uh, a couple years before that when on the same night, Shinsuke, AJ, and the Good Brothers all said, see ya. Yeah, so, you know, um, I'm going to ask you this, Corey, because I think Joe is with me on this. I'm not saying he doesn't matter. It's a big signing for them. But it felt underwhelming a little bit, right? Was that was that just us? No. Like, it was always guys. it was always going to be Osprey. Like it was never going to yeah. be anybody else but Osprey. But it's like yeah. he's already wrestled big matches on pay per views for them. So like it's not really a new signing. And also he's not starting for like till February almost. It was just kind uh, of a weird announcement. It's kind of a weird announcement. I think it was just to put their fans at ease because there was a real fear WWE was going to get him. Man, I yeah. never had that. I never had that fear, to be honest. I, I didn't have that fear. To me, kind of feels like the Kota Ibushi signing with being all elite. And it's like, by the way, he's all elite. It's like, we kind of figured, well, you know, like. You're comparing 
Too fair. He means more Kota Bushi right now. <laughs> to a uh, broken down Kota no. Bushi signing with AEW. <laughs> no, the way they put it, the way they made it. All right, it. Joe. All right. The w- so what happened not... next on Raw? Let's let's talk about that. I mean, uh, let me see. Um, I will say that uh, them is. No. They're, them not signing strong bad uh, hurt me. So Osprey's already not over in my book. So yeah, see, I didn't even get that because I'm like so old. Nobody else like did that. either. And I, I hate like, all I of you for not getting is. it. Shout out to Homestar Runner. Early, early 2000s internet. Good stuff. Oh, uh, so, yeah, well, Osprey, uh, probably first match, I would guess, around Revolution. Would be my guess? Yep. Um, and if they're smart... Uh, Make it sting. If they're smart <laughs> right <laughs> now, no. Fucking Christ. <laughs> they're booking that entire year to lead to him winning the world title in Wembley. I mean, you would be dumb if you didn't. Uh, oh, we've learned this year that uh, <laughs> I mean, promoters uh, make decisions though. We'll, so we'll see. But uh, yeah. it's it's Tony Silver Platter. Go ahead and just fill that up <laughs> because um, as of right now, you have no shot of you know getting another eighty thousand at Wembley again unless you announce Will Osprey versus I don't know Kenny Omega for a world title. That'll get it done. That should do it. Yeah, that, that should do it. That'll do, pig. <laughs> and then maybe, now, on, the, we're, we're and maybe on the undercard have Christian Cage offer parenting advice. Oh, fantastic. But we're, we're oh, certain. Uh, it's confirmed, right? Revolution, Sting, Osprey. Got it. Oh, God. Uh, uh, well, Joe, so they haven't confirmed Revolution technically. So, like, that's fuck. It, well, you know. You imagine? I mean, I love Sting. Can you imagine how slow Osprey would have to slow down to even have a workable match with Sting? In I mean, if somebody could. Smoke and mirrors, baby. Smoke and mirrors. <laughs> yeah. uh, Look at this. Like is actually running in reverse. That feels like a Danielson match. What do you think? Ooh, I'd like to see. Danielson Danielson wins that weird thing they have, and then he it's gets the Osprey. G1. It's called the Continental Classic. Yes. We can't the call it that, Corey. We can't call it the G1. <laughs> we can call it the 1G. It's the 1G. Okay, uh, let's let's get to it. Uh, your next match. Oh, that was the other fucked up thing real quick, right? So they stuck that Julia Hart match in between that ladder match and this next match. It's fucked up, man. Stop doing that to these women. Fucking stop. Yeah. You could put True. them any other place on the fucking card. Uh, but then you would have had to put the Bucks in between. Oh, darn. That would have saved us. Anyways, we'll get to that shortly. Christ. Yeah. All right. Next match. Uh, Swerve Strickland in a Texas death match. Swerve Strickland with Prince Nana, because it's very important that you pointed him out. Defeats yeah. Hangman Adam Page via knockout. Uh, he killed him, I think. Via, via murder. I mean, I'm fine with it. Uh... This was fucking fantastic, in my opinion. I, I tend to be more of a vampire than all of you uh, younger millennial fucks. But uh, <laughs> I fucking love this. Shout out to Elvira. <laughs> oh, yeah. I liked um, parts of it. Him, like, you know, dripping the blood. It was gross, but, like, it didn't that bother me. That was so me. fucking awesome. Uh, I will say... You got three pints of swerve in you, buddy. 
Hangman Adam Page has some rock-like qualities in that he doesn't look super tough when he bleeds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I ever noticed that. Unlike Swerve, who looked like such a fucking badass, especially when he poured the water over his head and it just poured off of his head. Holy shit, that was amazing looking. Just conspicuously silent during all this. I was letting you guys talk. I was um, going to say, I, I love this match. I thought it was love awesome this as hell. Match. Yeah. This is my match of the night, man, by the way. My match it, of the it, night. Yeah. This, I, I thought I thought it was awesome. Match. I love the, the the carnage, the the you know, I like the fact that Hangman ran into the ring before he even came out, like even before they announced him. He just like Strickland got in the ring. Well, they did the Who's house and then Hangman just ran in and they just started attacking each other. It's the one time a jump start makes sense. Yes. What? They and utilize it too damn much, but they, they work perfectly here. Pose, just run down I am, and attack. I am so happy that these two apparently got together before the, the match and said, look, let's just murder each other for the sake of our art. <laughs> because, uh, holy shit, this is good. The chair spot where he hits him with the barbed wire chair, or Swerve hits Hangman, his hair gets stuck. And like the oh, photo the, the, of the hair a being piece pulled of, away. A piece of barbed wire came around and whipped him in the front of the face. Yeah. On that shot. Um, God damn, it was awesome. Power driver on the, you know, the barrier. I the one of the cool spots is I don't know if you noticed, uh, Corey. But I noticed that he did it for a bit. So Nana goes through the table and oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, Strickland chokes out Hangman with the chain. Mm-hmm. And the ref is doing the counting. If you go back and rewatch, Nana's swaying his hands up in the air for like That's every night. Like, one arm goes up in the air, two arm goes up in the air, like he's like doing his move or something in the uh, in the Nana. count. He stops around eight or nine. But it's like, what? Every time he did the numbers, his arms were like flay up in the air. So I thought it was He's awesome. A national treasure. <laughs> but I just like the brutal. You know, Swerve's 450 splash on glass. Um, oh, yeah. You Can't know, feel great. Can't feel great. Shower felt good, probably, right? It uh, just no. kept going. Fuck. It just kept going and going. And I was like, this is magnificent. I fucking love this so much. Uh, you know what? Surprise, surprise, guys. It gets the full five from me. Jesus. I loved it. So it's This is a match easily, I will go back and watch often. It's easily their best Texas death match? Yep. Oh, yeah. Because these two went to a place most Uh-oh. people won't go to. Is that where Adam Kelpin goes? Yes. They're just afraid to. This, this, these two, it was fucking awesome. As uh, later on in the night during Orange Cassidy's fucking media scrum, they asked him what was next, and he's like, "Well, I'll defend this title against anybody except Hangman Page and Swerve Strickland." <laughs> like that's a hard pass. Uh, uh, right guy won. Uh, you need to keep building Swerve because that is clearly out of these two, uh, the guy. He's um, going to be the world champ. One of these. Yes, yes, he is. I don't know when, but he's going to be. 
Um, and I know I know you can't stand him, but Hangman Page has been awesome the last couple months, and I think they've got him back getting where he needs to be. Um, I have I had another point about Hangman. Now I can't think of what the fuck it was. Oh God damn it! I thought about it at the end of the match. Is he done with the elite? Like he should just never be with them anymore, right? It feels like he is. He doesn't isn't a part of any of their shit. Um, and like you know, I, I don't love the guy. Uh, I think he's a fucking douchebag. But uh, if he wants to get ahead, I mean, at the very least, not be around the two idiots in the next match we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, if he wants to interact with Kenny, fine, but he needs to do his own thing away from those people. Well, I think they're taking time off. Uh, don't come back. <clears throat> More on that later. Um, feel free. Just feel free. Where does Swerve Take go off. from there? What do they do with Swerve next? Uh, that's a good question. Because that's a pretty definitive goal. win to the feud. I mean, I really can't see it going on. You're not gonna, you're not gonna top this match. So, um, I to be honest, because there's not, I know there are other options but in the in the short term i would not hate a swerve mjf program for the title uh, well uh, i wouldn't hate I, it like because he doesn't need he's not ready to win yet so that's fine but i would i would want to see him like in another meaningful match with another top level star so it may not so it doesn't have to be mjf fine but like a meaningful match at Revolution, not a tag match, not some middle, like a meaningful match with somebody who matters in that company. That's a good point. So, yeah, maybe he could be MJX, MJF's next victim. At you know, this it could point, be... I, I consider his opponents victims at this point. <laughs> a little three-week, you know, program to a title match, it's perfect. Winter is coming. Uh... Or that, I mean, that show at the end of the year is in Long Island, so, you know, it would be perfect. MJ's going to be over anyways, feeling. so. I get a bad feeling because they're both from that part of the world. I get a bad feeling it's MJF and Wardlow at World's End. That's just a guess, though. Because he still owes Joe the title match. Mm, they can easily put great. that there, too. But. I don't uh, I don't need to see that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't know, you know that Wardlow has gotten there. You know what I do need to see? And it's going to be a main event in a year or two on a pay-per-view. Mark my words for it. But Strickland and Osprey. Yeah, I thought about that earlier. Yeah, we were talking about Osprey. That'll be a main event a couple years from now. On a have they not wrestled? Has, he not, has Osprey not been in the States enough to wrestle Swerve? I think they have overseas. I think they have overseas because Strickland's toured a lot overseas before he got his break here. Okay. They've probably wrestled once or twice, I would guess. Okay. But not in this newest incarnation where Strickland's really found himself and Osprey's at the uh, level he's at. Man. AEW, uh, it's very weird, right? Because for a long time they had really good baby faces and not a lot of heels. They've basically flipped. Yeah. They have some yeah. very good heels, you know, and once MJF stopped being the the heel, like they have Kind of shit baby faces. 
Yeah, they don't have a I'm, I'm trying to think, like, I was just thinking that about you know, the question of where does Swerve go. I'm like, I'm still trying to think of where Swerve can go. You you can't do Cassidy. Um, and it's just, I'm just, like, trying to think off the top Man. of my head, like, who's a good baby face that he can uh, move on to to... You know what I would have I would have loved that we never got? Because he wasn't there at that level yet. Uh, would have been Punk and Swerve, like, this iteration of Swerve. That would have been good. That like, been Swerve... Really tearing down that you know old man who doesn't belong here anymore and punk be like bitch you're not at this fucking level yet you better watch your mac uh, it would have been fucking great that would have been do, do you think i unless it's, darby you know, match, this darby match was great and swerve can have you know as good of a match if not better as darby that could have been perfect it yeah, I would say do you think if it's not darby do you would you would you want swerve to be the guy to take out sting <sighs> Man, actually, that's not terrible. Because if, my only fear is I don't Darby. want them to turn Darby and Swerve into Sammy and Kevin. Yeah. We're just, they have to wrestle 55 million times. Like, you can go to that match pretty much anytime you want, so save it for when it matters. So if Swerve beats the fuck out of Sting and sends him into retirement, then that match makes sense. I agree completely that you don't want to have to do a match over and over again, but from a creative or from a booker's point of view, it's awful nice to have that in your quiver. Oh, no, for sure. Like, it's a good problem to have. You just don't want to rely on it, uh, Cena Orton, so many fucking times. Uh, like WCW with Flair and Sting. With Flair and Sting. Because, <laughs> I mean, they're, you know, they're they're always good matches, but you're like, guys, I mean, Jesus. <laughs> like, this is literally the 75th time I've seen this match. Like, uh, like it's not, not going to change much, right? Flair's going to run around. It, it did gonna change this time. He's going to he's going to woo. Like, come on, guys. They it they did change this time. Flair didn't grab the leg to make the pinfall. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, that's another thing. Damn it, Sting and Flair and Halloween Havoc. That could have been what Joe did. MJF getting his ass kicked for the whole match, and Joe's over there stomping on the tag man, tag man, Max, tag man. Then he tags the man. He takes two steps forward and then just punches the fuck out of him, Jeff. Like yeah. Flair did. It's Halloween Havoc 95. I don't care how many times I watch that match. I still pop for that every fucking time. <laughs> he is so ecstatic to get the tag. And then he just turns around and punches the fuck and out of him. crowd loses it. He's like, <laughs> right. Because everybody in the crowd knew it was coming. I mean, knew it. Because those things can't have friends. His best friend is Lex Luger. Like, Jesus. Right. And like, it's like it's like Batman being friends with the Joker. Like, what are we doing? I know it didn't help his character, Sting, but, I mean, everybody in the fucking you know, building except for Sting knew he was going to turn on him. You know, like, at some point, though, for great television, you have to say fuck character. Yeah. <laughs> uh. righty. Uh, let's go to this. Masturbatory fucking co-main that should not have been in this spot in the card. The Golden Jets of Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega defeating the Young Bucks, uh, which means they get the Young Bucks World Tag Team title opportunity. Look, I'm not saying Kenny Omega doesn't have an ego, because he does. But holy shit. <laughs> with, the Jer- with Jericho and the Bucks in the same fucking match, I mean, Jesus, Jesus dude. Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, I, 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 had 
At least Jericho at one point was, I mean, at one point, like in 07, was the best wrestler on earth, right? So he has that claim and is an all-time great. Those other two jackasses are not that. Uh, At least Jericho has a reason to have an ego. In all fairness, they can they they can lay claim to changing the way the business ran in fifteen to sixteen. It was a large part. It was them. They broke the whole mode. They're the ones that got independent wrestlers' shirts into fucking hot topic. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones that got Bullet Club over in the north, in the north, uh, over here. Uh, they AEW exists in large part because of the young bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean they they've got reason to toot their own horn. It's just that it's been oh. a while and nothing's changed. It's been a while. Uh so that I'm fine. Oh sorry. I'm fine having they're having an ego then about stuff that happens outside of the ring. There is nothing they do that they deserve this kind of shit in the ring. And I think that's why they're like, taking j- time like off is nobody Jericho, you know, was an all time great bell to bell. So he can have, yeah. Um, They got a good, they got a good pop here, but it was their fucking hometown. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can't get it here, you know, (laughs) (laughs) then you're then you're edge at SummerSlam 2004, and there's a problem. And then you're not family. Um, I I was kind of like the not Dre. I was like kind of like, oh, that last match took a lot, so. For me, for this tag match, I really didn't care for it going into it, and I really didn't care for it during the match. It was, it was a really good tag match. If if you look at the structure and what they did, it was really well worked. It was exciting at certain parts when it needed to be. They all performed at a high level. Did I care though? Not really. I I did like the spot with Kenny doing the uh, V trigger, and it looked like he was going to do it to Jericho. Yeah, he did it to Matt instead. That was cool. He carried the match. Yes, Uh, very very much so. Um, Yeah. And if they're going away for a while, that can only help Kenny. Um, Do you ever get the feeling that even though they are close friends, he's just sometimes he's just tired of all this shit. Uh, every time they're on camera together, actually, <laughs> it's just like, or he's like, oh. God damn it, guys! Because like, I, if you notice when they make like whatever they do, something they think is funny, he like does that very polite laugh when your uncle tells a joke that's borderline racist. You're like, oh, that's that's funny. That's oh, yeah, boy. that's great. Knee slapper there. He has that look. We're like, Jesus, man. If you go back and look at the history of AEW, he's the only EVP that just kept his nose clean, really. <laughs> just did his own well, shit. Well, he's the only EVP. The other two lost the title. No, well, I'm talking <laughs> about the other one that left for Broader oh, Horizons. Yeah. When he was yeah, there, he, there were some issues with him, too. That everybody just conveniently forgets about these days. But He, he had a little stink on him from wanting to uh, build it all around him. So he had a little, he this, had a little dusty going on, if you will. So with this dusty, match, Triple H. <laughs> yeah. So with this match, it's Jericho and Omega versus Big Bill and Starks. Could this be that uh, 
you know, prove yourself. Time, uh, time out earlier. Star power, but but that's too uh, much star power. Where you feel like Jericho and Omega have to win the match. Yeah, no, like if that's the match, they win, and then that completely. I mean, which makes sense because it's Jericho, and he has to fuck over everybody who has uh, importance. Plus, that'll so, give him a tag title. You know, he likes to collect the accomplishments. Yeah, he does. He's a straight up he compiler. Has, he hasn't had the tag belts yet, so. Oh my god. Take that notch and. God damn it, Joe. That's gonna <clears throat> happen now. Sorry, my bad. More that world's in. Wrong. Their world ends. Yeah. It'll be on a collision, probably. Oh no, 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 no! This is Jericho we're talking no. about. You can say that for pay per view. Uh, well, that's on what's that world's end, baby. Um, especially for I mean, one. like, it's you know, it's a Bucks match, so they did Bucks stuff. Uh, yeah. Jericho, I mean, can't do shit pretty much ever. I look, and Omega I did as best he could. <laughs> I will say this: Jericho works hard. He never doesn't work hard. Yeah, he, he like he never. I'll give he him never that. Dogs it. He never. He dogs doesn't do it. what Moxley does. Uh, but I will say this: I am legitimately concerned. He needs to stop doing the lion salt because he's lower and lower every time, and he's mm-hmm. gonna fucking drill his head straight into the mat one of these days. I mean. A sane person, the first time he tried it, or, you know, and he broke his fucking arm doing it, he probably should have stopped, to be honest, but. Well, at least he can still get height, though. He now, I mean, it's, (laughs) it's, it's frightening. It's like watching a Leela moonsault. And so, like, and because of that, right, he has no way to to protect himself or his opponent. So it's like a Jeff Hardy swans on. He just lands on motherfuckers now. And that's not the felt 210 Jericho. (laughs) No, he might want to tell you it still is. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> what'd you what'd you, uh, what'd you what'd you give this old it database? It, it was a it was a good tag match, bell to bell. But so I gave it four. But ask me if I cared about it. Hmm. Probably not rewatching this one. I'm guessing. No, no, it was yeah. perfectly fine. But I have no interest in seeing it again. Because like. If you go back, uh, what, 2019, 2020, the yeah. Omega Page Bucks tag match, which is, I think is what they were trying to do with this, and they did that yeah. way better. Oh, it still holds up. That's a fucking great match. Mm-hmm. Um, this didn't quite reach those limits. But, oh, I know what's next. Here we go. Speaking of not reaching its limits, hmm. Let's go to our main event for the AEW World Championship. MJF on one leg. Uh, so, Joe, actually, let me let me start over. Let me ask you this, Joe. Uh, who won the match between Adam Cole and Jay White? Um, it didn't happen because Swerve, bro. Swerve, bro. Uh, Adam. Uh, Swerve one. Swerve one. Yeah, yeah Swerve one. <laughs> no, um, who's out? MJ- before once once Jay White and uh, Cole was in the ring, I'm like, ring the damn bell, ring the damn bell, because if not, here comes MJF in a stolen ambulance. And sure enough, three, two, yep, sure enough. And so, like, I think I asked when that happened. I was like, he got hurt three and a half hours ago. Were they driving to fucking? Oklahoma for that hospital? Where the why is he not already in surgery? Like what the fuck? <laughs> Sacramento. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All the LA hospitals were full. 
Uh, we got MJF defeats Jay White to retain his world title in uh, about 30 minutes. So here's Way the real quick. Here's the real quick smarky answer because I'm a Jay White fan. Boy, did they book him poorly tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. Jay White at the top of his powers couldn't beat a one-legged MJF in 30 minutes. Nope. Uh, however, I will say this. They did protect him. He never hit the Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. So at least MJF never kicked out of his finish. But still, this was a little too much Hulk Hogan pandering for me. Hey, he comes MJF. back. He comes back right. one-legged, and still doesn't put anyone over. It's like, God damn it! <laughs> uh, MJF with the spot of putting uh, White on the uh, table, table, and it falls. So he does the elbow drop from the top turnbuckle to the outside onto the floor. Jesus Christ, that, could that was not nuts. Have fucking felt good. He hurt his hip, um, according to the. To I the would sites. fucking hope so. My God. Um, oh. But yeah, I'm with you guys on the fact of this match. Like a one-legged man is able to beat, you know, a healthy person in a 30-minute match. Like, come on. And like, if that's the story, like, if he's gonna win anyways, right? But he's hurt. The match can be 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes. There's no reason yeah. it should be 30 minutes if he's that hurt. Except for you've got to have your masturbatory long title match these days. Everybody thinks you got to have one. <sighs> My God. You don't. Goldberg did you, just fine. You, you don't have to have it. Um, And it would have been a perfectly fine excuse here if, like, out of nowhere he just rolls him up because that's all he had left. But Yeah. Well, let's be honest. The, the, the right fucking ending should have been Jay White beating him if you were going to do the leg shit. Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense. Otherwise. Nope. So, so then, that, that, that whole show four. then, that whole show became completely pointless once MJF won. You sacrificed Jay White to an extent. You didn't hurt him too badly, but you did sacrifice him to an extent to continue this MJF bullshit, mm-hmm. um, which seemingly has no end in sight. And and what's and what's a bummer about all this too is we, all three of us are giant MJF fans, so this Hell sucks. Yes. This is not fun talking like this about MJF, who is no, it's not. You know, the best on the mic in the world, one of the best in the ring in the world, and just this sucks, man. Can you imagine the strength of the main event division in this company if you had MJF just being MJF, and then you added Jay White and Swerve Strickland and and. Osprey in three months. Osprey and uh, look, I know you don't like him, but a lot of people like Paige if he's young. And you have all these guys, and it's just who's the best? Who's the fucking best? And it was. I'm not saying don't have any storylines because that's not how this shit works. Yeah. It would just be MMA if it, that way. But uh, choreographed MMA, but, but but it wouldn't have to be this ridiculously corny shit that WWE does. It would just be like, I'm this, the champ. You think you're better? Fucking come prove it. Right, which is always my favorite title feuds. Yeah, um, that's all you need. That's what, that's what honestly made the first couple Rock Austin ones so good. Like, yeah, it was just like, bitch, I'm better than you. No, the fuck you're not. Well, we'll find the hell out at WrestleMania, won't we? Like, it was perfect. Yeah. Gee, that build only led to the most successful pay-per-view <laughs> of all time. <laughs> you're right. It won't work again. Um. 
yeah, it's just. And, like, if this was the whole, like, if this was what they wanted to do storyline-wise, this could have been done on Dynamite. You didn't need to sacrifice pay-per-view, and I know they eventually got, quote-unquote, the match they got, but you didn't need to tease a bait-and-switch on a pay-per-view. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan of that thought. That's that's WWE shit. Hey, we don't bait-and-switch in here, pal. Yeah, that's WWE shit. And I'm not to an hour later, they bait and switch. <laughs> and you know what? You know what else I'm not a fan of? The fact that when the match was over, nothing fucking happened. Oh, oh there my was God. No continuation oh. of the storyline of the devil, Adam Cole. No, where's Roddy? Nothing happened. We were sitting there like, okay, they have five minutes left. They're clearly off at nine. What's going to happen? And we just got fucking nothing. I was more pissed about that than the fucking match. Oh, what a flat ending to a pay-per-view. I know. I was like, wow, are they ever going to do anything with this shit? Or is this like Black Scorpion level where they don't have an ending in sight? They just have because a level like, and now we're trying the, to do something. The Bloodline thing is taking forever, and so I get that problem people have with it. But at least it's still somewhat interesting. This sucks. This is not good. Yeah, I, and it's like it's somehow like hokier than WWE, which is incredible. That's an accomplishment in and of itself. Which makes me feel terrible. <laughs> Jeez, Joe, I remember just like, like the producer just being like, "What the fuck, man!" Like that's all we yep. get. <laughs> I kept going, and the lights go off, and the lights go off, and the lights go off. No lights. How about now? Devil now. Not in MJF land, buddy. No, tonight was all about him overcoming the odds and proving he was better than everyone else with half with half of his mobility. That's what today was about. Yep. And so like, and so now he's, it's not the same because it's like Roman's like physically dominant, but like if you can't beat MJF on one leg, you can't beat him. You know what I mean? Who could beat MJF? Right. Brother. I hate that these obvious crutches for the bad guy to win were taken from us. And now mm-hmm. instead they're just storylines to make the baby face <sighs> even stronger when he's somehow unbelievably. Like, but he might as well have beaten two people tonight with one night. I mean, yeah. Like, if, if MJF loses that night, he has an out. He's not hurt even a little bit. Which is how they used to run business because it made sense and kept everybody strong. And, and what's perfect is behind the scenes, then you have Jay White having a belt for a month and you see how it works. And if it uh-huh. doesn't, you can go right back to MJF. No harm, no foul. And if it does work, you can kind of roll with it. Exactly. I miss uh. the way the business used to be ran. Well... So overall, middling bag. I mean, it was a good show technically uh, in ring yeah. wise, but some of the booking and the I main event, <clears throat> uh, the booking around the main event storyline was just what the hell's going on. <clears throat> Speaking uh, of what the hell's going on, yeah, there's another show this weekend. It never stops, Venom. It's like uh, December '99 for us. More stories. Oh my god. Or yeah. December 20th, 2000, I guess it was. Holy was five shit. fucking pay-per-views. In a row. Five straight weeks, folks. We did that for you. You're welcome. 
Saturday. Go sell on Saber.com. Five shows in oh. one weekend. So we have Survivor Series War Games 2023 live from the Allstate Arena in Chicago, Illinois, which used to be, I believe, the Rosemont Horizon, I believe. Yep. Oh, yeah, the Rosemont. The uh, superior building in that city. It's the best arena in that city. Fuck the United Center. Has nobody ever liked United Center? Um, it doesn't so, get a lot of love, even though it's the home well, the that is, Jordan built or whatever. But it's a giant NBA arena, so it's good for, like, that and concerts, where it's like, you know, there's, like, a giant focus on the central area. With the ring, it's very small. So if you're far away, like, it's... You're not. You're watching a, a big screen. Like you're not really engaged. So it's hard to have. I think the same kind of intimate feel that that Rosemont, or sorry, the Allstate Arena has. There is something about the. I call it the Rosemont because I'm old as fuck. Yeah. And. Uh, but yeah, there is something about that arena. It's just a nice. It's. I mean, they had a, a baby up there. there. Like. Tattoo. Yeah, they too. Yeah. Two um, manias, couple Survivor Series. It's. Tons of, Backlashes and over the years. Uh, wasn't that where Money the Bank was, or was that the United Center? Yep. No, that was my, yeah, no. They've yeah. only done the United Center once, SummerSlam '94, the year it opened. Okay. And then went back to Rosemont, mostly because Vince got it cheaper. I mean, you know, because it's Vince. Um, Especially around '94, that was a good deal. That <laughs> was a, that was a he, good, good. Well, Vince needed. needed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's run down right now as of be finding it on this page there's five matches they might have added more tonight but we'll get to the end here we'll see what they say they did this is four. Be all <laughs> news to me. this is gonna be all news to me i know oh, literally perfect. nothing going well, on of course this, this is this is i'm calling now your match of the night to start with for the Inter- intercontinental championship gunther taking on the miz oh uh well i'm sure it'll serve its purpose i'm not really sure what the purpose is it, uh, it, it's a botch ending in the fatal four way caused this to happen. So I think Rick, I Ricochet purpose, got a it's concussion. People who hate the Miz, they get to watch him get the living fuck beat out of him. I think uh, in the fatal four way, uh, Ricochet was supposed to win, but he they did a spot where uh, he got he was laying on top of the um, top rope, and then they sprung him up onto. I, don't know, I think Ivar or Bronson Reed, and he was supposed to do a Hurricane Rana, and he like he fell straight on his head doing the spot. Ooh, is he hurt? Yeah, he has a concussion. So oh, that's that's great. That's why that's it's the nice. Miz now. Well, so you guys mark out on no selling for that. Nah, uh, no selling. <laughs> um, in a singles match for the. Women's world title, which I think is the Raw title? You're yeah. correct. I don't know. Yeah. You're sure. correct. Uh, Rhea Ripley taking on Zoe Stark, which intrigues well, me. Poor Zoe is going to get murdered. True. But I do like Zoe Stark. Yeah, she's good. And thank but... fuck it's not Natty. Uh, yeah, this, this should be this should be quick. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. I think Rhea's gonna uh, destroy her. So yeah, but it'll be yeah, it'll be quick. 
Yeah, she got the title match, I think, via a battle royal or something. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Yes. Uh, will the match last as long as the entrances? No. Sadly, yes. I think it will. Because It'll these PLEs, enough, man, these video packages and entrances, mm. they are they take forever. It's uh, it's rough. Ah, it's that's so one rough. way to try to. What the fuck? Sorry. What happened? I'm watching like an old Japanese match with Antonio Inoki against somebody, and he just knocked the the dude out. Right, the guy is like fucking just knocked out by the ropes, and some other Japanese wrestler just jumps in and starts slapping the piss out of him, trying to wake him up. <laughs> you know, head trauma. It's fun, guys. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And he wasn't just lightly. He came in. He was like, motherfucker, you owe me money. Wake up. <laughs> He had money damn. on the Inoki match. <laughs> God damn. Um, I I mean I can't imagine anybody marking off for this next one. Uh, Carlos versus Santos Escobar. Um, Carlito. I mean Carlito. Uh, oh, Carlito. Yeah. yeah. I guess Santos S. No, no. I'm yeah, good. I I just does he know. turn on the LWO? Come on. No, no, it's a no. Uh, I like Carlito. I don't know that we need him in matches in 2023. Yeah, I was a huge Carlito <laughs> fan, but 2024? Like, once yeah. his music hit, the new one. Uh, yeah, they literally took everything cool away from him. And that's yep. not cool. That's not cool. Like uh, he any... <laughs> like he never left. Maybe the greatest Hall of Fame speech ever. In <laughs> <laughs> a women's war games match... You have Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi, and Becky Lynch taking on damage control of Bailey, Asuka, Eosky, and Kari Sane. When did damage control become an Asian group? Uh, yes. When Kari Sane came back, I believe, at the 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 thing they did in Saudi show. Yeah. So I'm guessing this is where Bailey gets completely kicked out of the group here. When did Oscar join? Uh, a couple weeks news ago. News to me. News to me. Because I was like, that's why I passed. I was like, wait, does that say Oscar? Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm way confused here. <laughs> All right. No, but okay. Yeah, probably not. Probably not the best use to Oscar, but you know, uh, sure, we'll go with that. And then in your men's war games match, you have Cody Rhodes, Seth. Freaking Rollins, Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, and Tibba versus the Judgment Day of Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Dirty Dominic Mysterio, JD McDonough, and their partner, Drew McIntyre. All right, so they're setting themselves up for a shitstorm if they didn't punk. Uh, oh, they already announced Tibba. It's Orton. Who is it? Well, let me, say, let me tell you how uh, Cody Rhodes said it. This guy and my me have a legacy together. Ah, fuck me. So it's Orton. Yeah. All right. Yes. Well, yeah. so it's Orton. I mean, <laughs> enjoy those booze you get, Randy Orton. <laughs> well, that's what they got. That, but that's how they announced that it was going to be. Uh, Randy is. They they did the, uh, that dumb uh, cliche we, of them saying their you know nickname we or all, something. We all remember uh, Ray Mysterio in Philly. Wow. Yep. 
Yeah, I just assumed they would go ahead and name the person weeks in advance as to not have this situation happen. Because I knew it wasn't going to be Punk because everything I've read is that they aren't interested at the moment. That could change. But at the moment, they're not. I know, I know, I, I know it will be Orton at the end of the day, but do you think they just say it, make, make it say it's Orton, but maybe swerve at the show? It's always a possibility. Yeah. Never know. Yeah. But yeah. Um, well, no, honestly, I think it is Orton because I think he'll probably turn on Cody. <laughs> because, you know, it's Orton. Because that's what Orton does. <laughs> Orton doing Orton things. <laughs> Cody will be there like Sting tagging in and then won't, ha- won't, won't expect at all the punch coming his way. That's right. Um, It'll be an RKO. At least fun. this is in WWE of like five years ago where it wouldn't have been Punk or Orton. But instead, <laughs> Santino. Right. Uh, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, at least we've they've gotten a little better. So, that's the card so far. Not that's under, uh, not that's great. underwhelming. That's it's not underwhelming. great. I think that'll be it. They might. Hey, any traditional Survivor Series matches? No. No. Just nope. War Games. Gotcha. Gotcha. Triple H has gotten rid of those and turned it into War Games. Yeah, and, right. uh,. I know Corey loves his war games with a PG cage and no blood because that's how you think of war I, games. Oh yes, I I love it. Although I'm sure Cody's excited. He finally gets to be in his daddy's match. <sighs> Man, but Jesus, that doesn't sound good. What the? It's fuck? not a it's not a great card, Bob. Um, uh, I yeah. probably will not watch that live. To be honest, I'll probably watch that Sunday morning. <laughs> Triple H's less is more pay per views. I don't know, man. That's five matches, but goddamn, one of them could at least be exciting. Yeah, right. Like, I like the low match total, but you're not giving us better matches. <laughs> yeah. You you took all the shitty matches off the good cards and just gave us those. <laughs> yeah, that's not what we're looking for, Trips. No, we want the other direction. We want the short cards with the good matches. <laughs> Get your shit in gear. Besides, this Figured is the out. last paper of the year, even. But they don't even do December shows anymore. Damn. Yeah, this is it to the Rumble. So that's what he's given us for two months. And the Rumble is February, right? Late January. Uh, oh, my God. Like first or something. Yeah. It's like nine weeks. Yep. Hmm. And it's hard so, yeah. to fuck up a Rumble, but we've seen years where they've tried. Uh. <sighs> It's going to be a rough show for everybody on that card. Yeah, they're going to be wanting uh, somebody who ain't going to be and there. And I mean, you know, I like that dude, so I hope he shows up. But that's, it's not the people in the ring's fault, right? And they're going to, especially when Orton comes out, fuck me, dude. Although part of me hopes the crowd does do that to him because he's one of the guys that'll give it back. Yeah, he'll go, I mean, he'll, he like, he's at least one of them who... Like, has no problem being a complete asshole to a crowd. Oh, yeah. He'll so tell them all to fuck He'll enjoy off. it. He might fucking do CM Punk like mannerism just to be a dick, but. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, real um, quickly. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, on that New Japan Tag League I watched earlier today, uh, Prince Nana's Gates of Agony are over there doing that tour. Yeah, yeah. And their opponents on the way to the ring tonight did Prince Nana's dance moves. Oh, that's great. 
That's great. I was like, nice. So, did you guys see, I don't know if it was real or not, did you guys see that Shinsuke video? Oh, the one where he, um, the retirement video that he sent in? Where, like, people dubbed it over like he was calling out CM Punk for a match. Oh, yeah, that was bullshit. So, like, I was in my head, I would talk about, because I was like, that match would not be great. But a perverse version of me wants to see that match. It would be interesting. I think they be... might add another. They might add the uh, Shinsuke match because of. I mean, I'm guessing they. I'm guessing they while, will. So. But, but in Matt 2012, Dayo. in 2012, it would have been a fucking awesome match. Because like Shinsuke uh, has no reason to care about anything, so he wouldn't try regardless of who it is. And I don't, I don't know how Punk gets anything out of that, considering Shinsuke can't speak. Great English. I don't know how that would work. I kind of want to see it though, to be honest. <laughs> Why not? Let's watch the world it's, burn. It's so weird. I'm kind of into the idea. But anyways, that's uh, Survivor Series. Uh, it's not your father's Survivor Series. I'll tell you that that's much. That's underwhelming as fuck, man. Yeah, it's not great, Bob. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's not ideal. Oh boy, it's not. It's not. Uh, yeah, that's mm. okay. Maybe I mean maybe the match is delivered. Maybe we'll get it's like one of those where we're not hyped and the match is crushed. But maybe if one of them is Carlito and Santos, I'm guessing not. Yeah. I prefer Carlos, but that's just me. Um, we had homework, right? Yep. What was that? We we, we did. We had to pick a good wrestler, a guy who's usually always dead on spot on, and find his uh, a bad match with him, just an, a bad match. Mm-hmm. Of theirs, probably the result of a of the person they're in the ring with, but still, uh, yep. that would bad. be mine. <laughs> that, that would be that would be mine. Yeah, that would be mine too. Uh, who wants to go first? Uh, you know, I'll go first. All right. Um, we just talked about this gentleman actually. Uh, he's high on my top ten list. I say great things about this man often, but. I could be unbiased and tell you when he has a shit fucking match. And he had a shit fucking match here, although not his fault. I'll get to it reasons in a second. I do have an honorable mention, so I'll say it at the end if nobody picks it. But right. I'm going with CM Punk taking on Big Daddy V for the oh, ECW God. Championship at No Mercy 2007. Yep, that's a bad one. Uh, that match went about two minutes. CM Punk won by disqualification when Matt Stryker interfered. Yeah, Joe, you heard that right. Uh, that was not the original match. A week before, that match was set up to be CM Punk versus Johnny Nitro, which would have been great. Yep. Johnny Nitro, uh, pissed hot and got suspended. (laughs) So, late replacement, they picked Big Daddy V. (laughs) What a replacement, too. I mean, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Of I mean, all the choices you have. <laughs> and this was not Big Daddy V from 12 years before that, by the way, when he debuted as Mabel and was somewhat mobile. This mobile. was rough. Yeah, I got a good idea. Punk tried. Let's replace him with, with Viscera. Punk tried to do stuff and. Uh, uh, Big Daddy V was having none of it, and he just stood there and threw him off. <laughs> uh, well, you know, in all fairness, that's pretty much 
his match in 2007. And that's why I'm like, what, what the fuck are we doing, man? In Chicago, was, by the way, at this arena, in fact, they're going to this yep, weekend. <laughs> it was not good. Uh, I have an honorable so, mention as well, uh, and I'll tell it after, man, if nobody else gets it. Okay. I will say this. It also involves CM Punk. All right. <laughs> so, Joe, you want to go next or me? Yeah, I'll go. You guys have honorable mentions. So, again, I have – this is, you know, a good wrestler that's had bad matches and – all three of them, I have three matches I have written down, is because of who he's facing. Yep. Yep. Okay. And we've talked about this man almost all night. Go on. It's Sting. It's Sting! Sting! Thank you. Um, My three matches I mean, for Sting. There's a plethora, so. Yes. The, I just have three. The the go to, 2011 victory uh, victory road Jeff Hardy. Of course, yeah. I, I mean that's the gold standard. The next two matches we watched during the Monday Night War stories, ooh, which you listen to at nosoentertainment.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, 2000 Great American Bash Human Torch match Vampiro and Sting. Oh, I love that match. Fuck you. <laughs> that match was chaos. Fuck oh you. Fuck, fuck that. I love that match. That was rough. And then <laughs> one of the matches that here we go down in history is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, build-up match of all time. Uh-huh. Yep. 97 Starcade, yep. Hollywood Hogan. Single-handedly sabotaged a company. Yeah, uh, rock with that in your documentary, company. idiot. That is the dumbest thing I've read in a long time. <laughs> the mysterious uh, downfall. Hold on, hold on. We'll talk about we'll talk about that in a second. We'll yeah. talk about that in a second. Let's finish okay. this. <laughs> all right, those are all good picks. So I'll give you my first runner up because I guarantee you none of you thought about this. Dean Malenko almost always has good matches. Yep. But was was forced into wrestling David Flair at Bash at the Beach '99. Mm. That cursed show of ours. That fucking show. Uh, and he had to wrestle David Flair for the U.S. title and put him over in about three minutes. Um, it's just rude rough. is what that is. Yeah, rude. that's rough. Uh, my other uh, runner-up, CM Punk mm. versus Ryback. Oh, um, that was high on the list. Uh, um, really, you could have picked any match with Ryback and him, but I mean, they're all they were all terrible. Just feed me um, more, baby. Yeah, but the winner, the winner, winner chicken dinner for me was Sting versus <laughs> Triple H at WrestleMania. Oh, I had I thought oh, about that. I honestly thought about that one. That fucking match, man. Fuck you, Triple Ex- H. Experienced it live the one time was like a fever dream. But I was like, what the fuck is happening here? I haven't watched I it in a long realized, time. Oh, you should again. You'll get pissed. You, just, you realize, oh, this is just Triple H waving his dick around that they beat WCW. Yeah. But yeah. the only problem is it's 2000 and fucking, what was that? 13, I believe. 2015? Yeah, 2015. 15, 15. It was 2015 and nobody cared at that point. 
Except for the guys who won. So, of course, yeah, they had to rub Sean them. Waltman is part of the NWO. What the fuck are we doing? I was like, what the hell? So, that's a, that's a damn good call. Uh, my other honorable mention, it was actually the first one I thought of until I went through a bunch of wrestlers' uh, lists and saw the punk one. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, would be from... Survivor Series 06, Shawn Michaels versus Hulk Hogan. Oh, God, yes. Uh, and f- for once, uh, Shawn Michaels is the fucking reason. Yep. That jackass, was, my he God. He was pissy about not getting the win and just sand. It's the opposite of sandbagging. He uh, hydro-ballooned. Yeah. <clears throat> he hot air-ballooned Hulk Hogan. My God. Uh, just, I mean, comically overselling everything Hulk did. I still didn't feel uh, bad for the Hulkster, but it was I mean, I didn't, but it's a <laughs> fucking terrible match. It was and Sean has, I mean, yeah, it was it was two egomaniacs, and my thought process at the time was, who thought these two could fucking do business? Right, like if Austin and Hogan can't get it done, like what the fuck? You're gonna put a hothead like Michaels in there with him? Yeah, that'll work out well. I yeah. have I have an honorable mention as well. Go ahead. I and and it's you say thing again, Joe. I'm gonna come through this fucking computer. It stinks. No, no. God, I hate you. No, it, it and the and it's not because of his opponent. It's the actual wrestler. I'm going to 2007 SummerSlam. Oh, Fat God. Ray Mysterio Jr. Death Silver Surfer body paint. We're against Chavo. Poor Chavo. <laughs> but yeah, we're, we're, like this thing about him coming, returning. It's like, oh, he's back, and then all of a sudden, it's like, what? Mm. What's that rock? You know, what's the what's that slug doing on the stage in silver body paint? He looks like the Iron Sheik in a fucking Silver Surfer uniform. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Old Corey, Sheiky. I uh, I try. I started to work on this next homework assignment. I'm struggling with it. But why don't you tell the uh, the folks at home what we're doing next week? This one will be tougher. A historically yeah, sh- bad wrestler mm-hmm. who uh, somehow just had a fantastic fucking match, whether it be because of his opponent. Or just, uh, you know, the sun shines on every dog's ass eventually. I got yeah. one already. I got I one already. I think I'm relying on the uh, opponent dragging him up. But I, I, I spent probably a good hour looking for stuff, and I can't find anything that I would qualify as good. <laughs> so I'm struggling. This will be this will be the tougher of the two assignments. I, I, I really I really want to give mine away, but I can't. So. Well, we'll save it. Joe, you cannot uh, say Goldberg versus Taker. Damn it. I think that I found uh, the great lost Scott Steiner TNA promo before the math one. Ooh. <laughs> the Steiner brothers against the Team 3D. Uh, That's what you want, 2006. <laughs> typical Vince Russo booking. Two out of three <laughs> tables match. God, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, that's not even the weirdest gimmick of that fucking pay-per-view. Oh, my God. There's a fight for your right reverse battle royal. What? Well, you have to go the last person uh, in the ring. 
No. It, what it is is you all start on the outside and you're all fighting. The first, there's like 16 of you. And then the first eight to get into the ring over the top rope then get to have a battle royal. Um, what the win. fuck? Yeah, yeah, Vince Russo, everybody. But Wait, you have to get in the ring over the top rope? Yep. Oh, to be qualified Christ. to be in the battle royal where you get thrown over the top rope to the outside to be eliminated. For the love of God. Yeah. I, I think I found, yep, I have two matches, and holy crap, I cannot believe I, I did it. And it's the so, same P, uh, same uh, guy. I'll go write these promo, down before I forget them. Scott Steiner wants to know why the hell Team 3D thinks they can come to Atlanta, which is their hometown, where they made wrestling famous, and, and fight them because uh, they're nothing but fat-ass jabronis. Um, and then he says, you can't fight me because you're fat-asses walking around with your bubble fat-asses. And then it's like, if you had any brains, you would uh, run for the hills, but you can't run because you got such fat asses. Uh, just goes on like six or seven times bringing up how they got fat asses oh and God. can't fight them. It was fantastic. Unhinged. Oh, what a what a treasure. You should run for the hills, but you can't because you got such big fat asses. So, before we get out of here, uh, The Rock is doing a documentary. Did he invent documentaries, too? Uh, only if he had seven bucks to make it. Uh, where apparently The Rock, uh, famous WCW alum, is going to tell everybody and expose the, the mystery surrounding why WCW went out of business. <laughs> what mystery? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's only a mystery to him because he doesn't know anything about it. Everybody else knows what the fuck happened. Jesus Christ, man. Who the sometimes, fuck is going to watch this shit? Sometimes he really shows how out of touch he is with reality. It is a living mystery. In his own, living in his <laughs> own rock universe. Like, spoiler rock, it was piss poor fucking management. Like, yep. <laughs> the reason most businesses fail. Like, I don't know what to tell you. There's going to be more to it. Do you believe his story he told this past week? About how in 1997... Oh, on the Rogan podcast? Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, he almost quit wrestling to go to... What was it? Which Pride. Com- Pride. Uh, um, I because... call bullshit. <laughs> yeah, because in 1997, uh, Pride fighters were not making $250,000 a year, you fucking idiot. Right. He's such he is like approaching Hulk Hogan levels of just bullshit coming out of his mouth. Is it like is it, is it a certain age where it just hits wrestlers? I and guess Hogan was always doing it, but I mean like, like uh, no the fuck you didn't, dude. No, you didn't. <laughs> Nobody believes that shit. You're I mean, Rogan does, but he's a moron, so you know, whatever. Like Pride was making two hundred and fifty grand a year per fight. No, they weren't, yeah. and especially yeah. not you. He calls bullshit. Oh my god, he man, if somebody who used to be so high on my list, he's trying real fucking hard to climb down it. You know what it is? It's he all of a sudden, all of a sudden he has uh, obstacles instead of success, and it's like he doesn't quite know how to handle that. It's like, 
you failed at football and then fell back on your family's business. Like, now, granted, you pull yourself you up fucking, by your bootstraps, jackass. And granted, you were fucking great at it, but yeah, but he was always great. Like, <laughs> it was literally in his was, blood. Like, yeah, it was, you didn't actually have to work that hard to get it either. I just, you know, you had one trial match and they pushed you to the fucking moon. Like, <sighs> this fucking guy. But anyways, Survivor's here this Sunday or Saturday. Yeah, Saturday and Saturday. Um, yeah, we'll see where we're next week here. We'll be reviewing that. Um, you can go to uh, nosoentertainment.com. That's right. No oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Joe. Oh, oh, hold on, oh, Joe. Oh, oh. Yep. Uh, for everybody tuning in, uh, we we were not able to make the the PAL show this Saturday. Uh, we should be watching that show sometime this week, and we will review it on the next show. Bingo. Well Again, no That's right. No so entertainment.com where you can find all the things we do for you. Uh you can uh, find our uh find us all on the social medias on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Discord. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts.